Orsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Orsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving selection and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Orsman story. Orsman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Let's ride together. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, everybody? This is Fred Smooth. This is Landon Collins. Hi, I'm Ryan Kerrigan. This is the Redskins Talk Podcast with J.P. Finley. What up, everybody? We are live at Oarsman Ford Lincoln of Alexandria, and Dan, if it doesn't echo a little bit in here when you start yelling. That was a hell of a what up, everybody. I, I, I brought the energy for you, Mitchell. I like it. All of the people behind you just kind of took, turned I, their head and are already tired of you being here. The poor people that are trying to buy a car and yeah. just go about their business Or just right work. Now. Yeah. I apologize to all of you. This is a fun one. We are doing the live pod. It's an Oarsman afternoon. That's a great little term you came up with, Pete. Thank you. Mitch Tischler's here. Pete Haley's here. Boys, how you doing? Great. Happy to be here. All right. Hello, I'm great as well. Hockey Loving Mitch is back. I am happy to be back. Let me tell you. <laughs> Just oh, hold on. yeah, you went to Vegas and it. Phoenix. You went to Denver, Scottsdale, and Vegas, and all you want to do is <laughs> about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm on the record as that's a great trip. It is if it was a trip, yes. If there was, if there was He's time, already got angry face. If there, was a, if there was a vacation in it, then yes, that would be a great trip. <laughs> I, huh? I, I go on work trips. I know that some of them are better than others. That's a good work trip, dude. I was in I was in these places for less than a day, like a day each. You had no fun in Vegas. That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vegas was great. All right. well, this is an awkward start. Um, Pete, oh, it's great. Pete has crust on his on his chin. What else happens on that chin? <laughs> All right, and uh, so which horseman are we at? <laughs> um, uh, we want to thank Papa John's for bringing a bunch of pizza. We have not confirmed that there's papadillas, but we haven't been through every box, but they box them up differently, right? I would assume they wouldn't come in the regular pizza box, so it looks like papadillas aren't a part of the package. It doesn't. God but, bless the person that came up with the papadillas. It's a piece of... Help yourself. It's a piece of pizza folded in half, yeah. and they're calling it a papadilla. <laughs> I mean, that's marketing 101. <laughs> really? Like, that, dude, that dude should... should Take the same product and should, just repackage Lee it. Lee Brooks should hire that dude to sell some cars. Lee Brooks is here. He's the GM of Oarsman Ford Lincoln. Thanks for having us, welcoming us. You got very nice chairs. We appreciate that. That's what we try to do. Thanks for having me. And a beautiful navigator right Lee Brooks us. is selling a light purple Lincoln Lilac. navigator. Blue, please. Blue, pardon me. It costs over $100,000, and Pete is about three feet away from that. Are you nervous at all that this idiot will somehow mess up that beautiful vehicle? No, I trust him. I, I don't, but <laughs> that's nice that you do. one of us. <laughs> I'll catch him. I want to dive in a little bit. We're going to do all the questions from the Instagram post, and we got a little bit of an audience. These Oarsman Afternoons might start to grow because this is fun. It's Hopefully, y'all are close to an audience of 10 people. Yeah. Well, we could I say tens of people showed up. Tens of you people. you count the employees. And Nestor's not here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you include the customers, we're way over 10. Oh, I think these people might be buying that Navigator. I know. Um, <laughs> it's kind of juicy over here. I want to talk about this Bryce Love thing <laughs> because this – I've talked about Twitter and social media. This Bryce Love thing is out of control. Um, I want to talk about Josina Anderson's Quentin Dunbar tweet because that seems quite relevant to recent events. Um, Before we do all that, though, this is a little bit of a combine preview because when you hear from us next, Pete, what was one – hey, Sam. Sam's an audience member here. What did Sam just ask you, Pete? Uh, Are we all going to the combine? And what was your answer? I said the majority of the podcast will be able to make it to Indy. 66%. Yeah, good ratio. I'm on the record – to all the great folks at NBC Sports Washington, Pete should be coming on these trips, man. He should be. We 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 made a we made a strong push. We're all in for Tampa. Mitch yeah. is a boss. I know. So, no, Mitch. Look, I'm just Mitch, a blogger, dude. Yeah, I know. Mitch did his part. I did my part. We're all in for Tampa. Yeah. Forget combine. Forget the owners' meetings. Yeah. Right. All your chips, Jim Fossil, oh, going put the all chips in. in the middle going of the table in. for Tampa. Yeah, it is. It. 
we're sending most of the Redskins Talk podcast yeah, to that, these events. So that's good. For the record, Pete is going to be on the on Pete will be on the stream, just like we did for the Super Bowl. Pete will be a part Bowl. of all of it. He's a part of all. Don't feel bad for me. Don't Let's not get this bogged down. We're at a good event. I agree. Yeah. So I want to start here. Before we get to Bryce Love and before we get to Quentin Dunbar and before we get to all your questions, going into Indy, everybody knows that the action on the field is kind of secondary to all the other action that occurs, and it's the rumors and the speculation and the free agency stuff. And, and what you really start to see, unofficially, of course, is the setting of markets, what the dollars are going to look like at certain free agent positions. And for the Redskins, there's a number of those positions of great interest. I have a story going up on the website Friday about three crucial decisions the Skins need to make or at least really be zeroed in on what they're going to do by the time they leave Indianapolis. Uh, but I want to ask each of you, what's the, what's the one biggest story you're paying attention to or what resolution of next week in Indy? Uh, if it's possible, I think it has to be the Trent Williams effect. I think that's the biggest domino left by far, both literally and figuratively. And it will kind of set you. I don't think they're going to go left tackle in the first round or anything, but I think figuring out whether Trent is a part of your team or not is easily the biggest thing Ron Rivera has to check off. And I don't know if that happens in Indy, but hopefully it does because it's dragged on too long and they need a resolution. I agree. I think the biggest thing is going to be just the numbers being set across the offensive line. Obviously, you have a big question mark with Brandon Sheriff, Eric Flowers. You need to know whether you need a new left tackle. They're, this is a team that's going to have to start building depth on the O-line. It's not something that they did a great job of. Jaron Christian seems to be a little bit of a swing and a miss, so uh, they don't have a lot of depth to tackle. So if Trent is a part of your team this year, you really need to draft his replacement. And if he's not, you're going to have to find somebody out there, and it's going to be probably a Donald Penn-type situation where you're going to have to bring somebody in to be, to be that starter. Did Mitch just pick yours? No, I think he's about to build off it. I mean, I it's pretty off. obvious I, I, I he added more the depth. Whole, the whole the whole O-line. Yeah. So your you one to, big thing from Indy is the same as Pete's. His is Trent. Fine. You want me to pick one thing? <laughs> you Brandon guys are Sheriff at odds today. It's Brandon Sheriff and the guard situation. Guard. 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 But he just got back. Why are you already mad at him? It's okay. I'm not I'm mad ready. at him. I like him. I'm, ready I'm just saying. Let's go. Play by the rules. <laughs> I am. It's so, Trent Williams. It's easily. It's the only answer, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's the only answer. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. Yeah, but I think it's the most important answer. I think Jordan Reed's going to be is already basically decided. I think you got. I think you need answers on Reed. I, I think is rip the Band-Aid off, man. Is there a question still on Reed? He's still on the roster. I think it seems just when. Yeah, I think it's a question of when. Not I yet. agree, but what you're going to find out next week in Indy is how much Hooper wants, and if you if you're going to be in the Hooper sweepstakes, you can't have Reed's money on the books. You have to be in the Hooper sweepstakes. I think this team will be. I think, and I think they should be. Frankly, I think he's a young guy coming off a rookie deal that's been largely durable, that has produced. I mean, that's what you want. Certainly, I think you should should be in that sweepstakes. But let's also remember that James Bradbury isn't coming cheap. Your two guards aren't coming cheap. You still need a safety. There's, there's only, and we were talking about this a little on on Twitter this week. But adios, Roberto. There's only so many, so many top tier guys that the Redskins can target this offseason. They're not going to fill every hole with the top tier guy. I agree. You're not going to get – you can't assume that you're going to get – I think that – I think they're going to keep Sheriff. I don't think he wants to play on a tag. I think they'll get a long-term deal done before week one. That's a lot. That's a chunk of cash. I think tight end offensively I, – I know that there are folks worried about wide out. I think tight end would help them more if they had a I guy agree. that could I, play. I agree. Well, because I think the tight end options are more effective than whatever wide receiver options. It's Robbie Anderson and Manny Sanders. Those guys are fine, but Austin Hooper can be a really, really good tight end. I think the talent between Terry and Sims, and, and I'm, I'm not I'm, – I still like the upside of Kelvin Harmon. And another kid you can draft this year. This is a super deep yeah. wideout draft. Yeah. And we're going to talk to a bunch of kind of draft analysts next week in Indy. So they're going to tell us the depth at wide receiver. Otherwise, you got Jeremy Sprinkle and Hale Henches. The hole is humongous yep. at tight end. Yeah. It's a big Hale Henches. You could try like this navigator Hitches, through the hole at tight end, basically. I like Hale Henches. I like Hale Henches as your third tight you end. You may have written it, the only Hale Henches blog on the entire internet this past season. So you definitely like it. If, if you think if Sheriff gets a long-term deal done, which is probably... I think he gets tagged. He gets tagged and I, they work on something. I, I honestly think the best thing they could do between now and March 17th or whatever official day is, is get that deal done. I agree, don't, make, don't have to operate with the tag. I think going back to last year and now again this year, Trent Williams is tied to Brandon Sheriff in that. I don't yeah, know that. Yeah, you've been saying that with the comp. The comp. I, just I think don't Trent know wants to get to free agency, though. So does he want more money this year? Sure. 
But, like, if I was Trent, I think I'd be about a bigger payday next year than trying to get an extension. Whereas I think Ryan Kerrigan wants an extension. I really don't think Kerrigan wants to leave. I, I think Kerrigan just wants to finish his career here, and he's willing to take a pay cut in 2020 to have a longer deal and just be a Redskin for life. I feel like Trent can force a trade right now. I, the the Redskins were, were stuck in their place last year and weren't going to do anything with them, and they were trying to force his hand. I don't know that this Ron Rivera team is going to try and force Trent's hand the way that it was last year. I think he's either going to report and be a member of this team and play for the 12, 13 million, whatever the with number is. With some more guarantees. Yeah. I, like, with, with some more guaranteed money. Because he's not going to... Re- or he's going to force a trade. I don't I think, think he's going to hold out training camp. Like He might not do voluntary stuff, right. but I think he will be a part of this team this season. And, and I think... I don't, we'll have to see how all that It'll unfolds. be interesting, to, and I've said it, it'll be interesting to see how Ron handles it because maybe... The goodwill that Ron Rivera brings is enough to bring Trent back at the contract that the one year that he has left. I I just know he's not going to be a. Ha- I don't think he's going to be a happy Trent Williams if he's here and there's a guard making a few mil more than him. I don't. I don't know that I agree, dude. I, I think if he, he here's how that here's how that could happen, right? Yeah. If they're like, hey, we want to talk extension, he doesn't. Hey, I appreciate it. I don't. I want to get to free agency. I'm happy to play this year out. Then. They, they've tried to make that right. Oh, I, agree. I think the team is going to do everything they can to make it right. I just, I, I think that. I think he'd be crazy to take an extension at this point, a year away from free agency. Well, unless with he gets in- the Fluker three years, 45 mil deal. You know? Like, at that point, that's what he's getting on the open market. I don't think he's getting much more than the that. The CBA is going to go. I, I don't know. We're going to get bogged down in this. Yeah. Um, gonna get, I'm happy to get bogged yeah, down in all the line talk. Mitch had his coffee. <laughs> right. Got he's, a lot of sleep in got, Vegas, evidently. He's comparing DJ Fluker to Trent Williams with this. It's, he's done his homework. Um, a lot of time on the plane for you. So, I had a lot of time <laughs> on airplanes. <laughs> so the other part of this is now you mentioned Bradbury there, who's not going to be a top-of-market guy, but he's, he's going to cost you some cash. Uh, Josina Anderson – just tweeted out. Mrs. Anderson. Sources close to Redskins cornerback Quentin Dunbar tell me that he had reached out to the team to discuss a reasonable contract restructure, but the club declined the conversation. Dunbar remains resolute in his desire to be released or traded. This came out at noon on February 20th. It's now noon 26. So, Pete, we talked about this last week. I told you Dunbar wanted to be traded. But then it came out that he didn't want to be, so it can't be true. Right. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible that a that a player might try to walk something back 48 yeah. hours later. No. It's impossible. You're, I'm lying. No. I made that up. You're a liar, and your credibility is shot, and you're just wrong. And I don't trust you anymore for my Redskins news. One week later, the story remains the same. The song oh. remains the same. Now I'm gonna play it again. Now Sam. I'm gonna tweet at you and say, "Sorry, man. I love your work. Thank you so much for there all you do." There was some bag on my Facebook page. I don't ban anybody. I ban this dude. Oh, this and dude, you called him an ass bag. Yo, he is an uh, ass I, I remember his name. Do we have to, do we have to bleep ass I don't no, think, I think we do. Fine. That's why I went with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. But Clever. If we do, what did he do? I know his name and want to say it, but I'm not no, going to give, give him the satisfaction. What did he do? He told me that I made it up, mm-hmm. that I should stop doing this, and that he's going to pray for me. <laughs> That's classy. Tell me you're going to – when you said lots of of other things. When you drop, I'm going to pray for you. That's like no offense, but – That's respectfully. You need need God's help. So – We'll see you, ass bag. F-U ass bag, if you're listening. You know who you are. You're banned from my Facebook page. F-U-A-B, a foo ab. I like it. So this is – is this going to get nasty now? They try. Dunbar tried to go to the Redskins. Redskins said, no, it's fine. You're going to play where you want, and he's now back to trade and release. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I, not great. I think Quentin tried to tried to play hardball, and and there then was he tried no to play, no reciprocation. Yeah, tried to play a little softball, and then they just hard ignored ball. them both. I think it started uh, hard at hardball. Ball. So it was hardball. We haven't talked. Hey, we'll talk. Let's talk. Oh, I don't want to be traded. What's up? No, oh, we still don't care. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I want to be traded again. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's your bell curve. Yep. Yeah, we're back to where we started. So is there going to be a need for two new starting corners? Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't think Dun- Dunbar's not in a financial position that Trent Williams was to hold out. That's what I was getting at. But I don't think the previous administration w- loved to let bad situations linger. They liked they festering wounds. They refused. They yeah. w- like decisive action is what wins in the NFL. Decisive action will not allow for this thing to continue and drag on 
It's February. This thing's got to be done by the draft. You can't possibly feel good about what they have in-house at corner. Sure, you can't. But you know what? They were three and effing 13. <laughs> I'm just saying that's more money that you're now allocating. To, that's another open position. That or you're drafting forward. three guys or you're signing cheaper guys. I mean, yeah, I know. Like, they were bad with all these dudes. But, but my, so I guess. Let's not aspirate ourselves. No, no, no. I, what I was getting at the overall point is that there are a lot of holes to fill. They're not all going to get filled this offseason. There are going to be dudes that are starting that aren't in the long-term picture because you, at the least you got to have somebody starting. Yeah, there's going to be a and, DRC on this defense or something yeah, like that. Yeah, right. But so, like, that's why I think Quentin staying is important because he might not be in the long-term. They might hold him here because he might not be in the long-term plans and he might be gone after the season. But you need a, you need a, 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 a serviceable starting corner and – as we've seen, bringing in dudes off the street to play corner hasn't worked out that well here. I, I just don't know if Ron's going to want the kind of half-in, half-out guys yeah, man, you now. You can't let this shit drag on. Like, it, it's, like, yes, he's a good player and he's worth keeping, but if he's really adamant that he hates the team and wants to be traded, then I think Ron's just going to be like, all right, dude, Rivera fine. said multiple times in the six weeks he's been in charge, we're installing a plan and a culture, and if you're not with it, we'll get rid of you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ron Rivera has been applauded for making a series of decisions so far, but they've all been easy. Like, right. cutting Josh Norman was easy. Re-upping Adrian Peterson was easy. Those were the logical decisions. Where are you in town from? All right, all right. And You're always on the road. Um, all the way? Folks are coming up. We now have yeah. double-digit people Help in the yourself crowd. to some pizza. It's yeah. clinched. So it's easy to make those decisions. At some point, you got to start making the hard decisions. And, and that's where things are now. And, and that's where this is going. And whatever the situation is with Dunbar, I think Dunbar's a really good player when he's healthy. Is Dunny an easy decision, you're saying? No. no. I think that's a hard-ass decision. I'm saying it's hard. but you We're now start, in the hard decision like, territory. Trent, Sheriff, Kerrigan, yeah. Reed. We've... The easy, like the easy's yeah. in the he's, he's, rear view mirror like, of that navigator. He's like, got the yard sale. He's giving away all the crap he doesn't care about. Now you got some stuff. You know, you have to sell some of it. And Dunbar's like a kind of nice piece of furniture that he might have to give away. You Buying want to take it? to an antique store? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Not right. sell on the front yard. <laughs> yeah. You, you might like post that on the internet. Sure. Or you try to work, make something work because you do have a player. He's underpaid. The organization understands that too. He's making three million bucks. He's probably worth six and a half, seven. Do you want to boost that this year? Do you want to give him a two-year restructure? It's, Doesn't sound like Yeah, you it do. sounds like according to Josina, they tried and broached it, and it was like, no, we're not really interested, and now there's going to be action, I believe. All right. One more. So you're um, going with – but the, so – Digging in. I Brad get it. Ba- you're going to go Bradbury and... and Bradbury and Darquise Denard, or you sign somebody, like, or you hope more. This is what develop. you have to do. I, I, it's going to be a understand. thin year. Like, of course they're not going to have every position answered. Right. There's probably not a team in the NFL that believes they have every position answered every year. This team went 3-13. Uh, I don't think anybody should expect this them team isn't to close be to that. the 85 Bears next year. I, I don't think anybody does. But you keep saying, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, It's the reality, I guess. you got to start. you got to start doing you survive this year and find Dunbar's long-term replacement next year. Like, I guess it's just a priority. But, like, Dunbar has one year left on his, on his deal. Is he the long-term answer? That's what I'm saying. He's not the long-term answer. But what are you getting back? What are you getting back for him? I don't know. That makes it, that's, that makes pick, it, and you that hope that you work. draft somebody that can get some experience this year and be good in a couple If years. he doesn't want to play, the organization let people dictate terms to them, and it didn't effing work. Ron Rivera is not going to allow that. Like what well, they if he's not allowing them to dictate terms, then they wouldn't trade him because he's dictating trade me. That's what he's saying. Trade me. 
But he's not going to just let someone stick around with the organization that doesn't want to be there. Okay. Like, what they did last year with Trent was the absolute dumbest thing you could possibly do. No question. And, and, and I just don't think they can allow themselves to walk into another situation like that. Dunbar ain't Trent. The money's not the same either. But, like, you just you can't allow all these things to continue to pile up. I agree. I, I agree. I, I don't know that I understand what you keep going for. Do you, Pete? Am I missing I something? Get it. You're gonna sign. Let somebody. Pete explain. I don't think the Redskins no. are just gonna acquiesce and trade Dunbar, and it's gonna they're rewarding a guy for jumping ship. I think they're just Ron's gonna do it because he wants this plan to be established. And also, yes, getting rid of Dunbar now you have two starting corner spots open. You're not gonna be able to fill it probably both in free agency, but you just have to. That's just the price of rebuilding a team. Okay. So my point my my point is that you're gonna pay somebody to play corner for a year, right? Why not use Dunny and the three mil that you owe him and Make him suck it up and play because because Dunny can't afford to just sit out the year like Trent did. So you're going to pay somebody $3 million to play that. You're not going to get somebody as good as Dunny to play that position at that money. So force Dunny to stay here, play the position for the year, let him hit free agency and be done with it at that point. Because that's a year from now, and you're dealing with this shit for a year. One. Two, Ron Rivera said repeatedly that if guys don't want to be here, yeah. I'm going to get that's, rid of that's them. That's the Bruce so Allen method. if he is going to stick to his word, which everyone we've talked to about this guy says he's going to, that's going to be the plan. And, okay. and, and you can argue if it's right or wrong, but it's new and different, and that's what the organization, that's what all these folks want, right? Is this thing to be run differently how Ron Rivera wants it run? I think at some point you have to well, and, your- and dude we don't know that dunny won't hold out right uh, listen there's a lot of questions with it but uh, you, you want to deal with a dunbar holdout all of august does jack del rio want to deal with that if, sorry tim if you're you're if gonna you're, have to yeah, he's gonna be today. so bitter about this if you're tra- if you're getting rid of him then you're then you're planning for life without him and if he holds out then he holds out and you, and you call his bluff I, I just don't know if dunbar warrants that much yeah, stress. Dude, trent was one thing like, all right, I, I, a nice level starter. We have so much other stuff we got to get to. Go. I don't think it's that much stress. I think he's either here or he's not. Okay. Whew. How long have we been doing this? Like 90 How minutes? How much coffee did you drink today? <laughs> I had no coffee today. <laughs> I don't want to know what you had then. I'm tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, f- <laughs> Bryce Love. Twitter, Instagram, wherever you are, I never said Bryce Love is out for the year. I never said I don't think Bryce Love's ever going to play again. All I've said is that he had sir he had a he had a bad knee injury in December of 2018. Typically your rehab is about a year. You should be making moves about a year. 10 11 months after that, I don't remember specifically, I reported yeah, it was October. Check the books that he had to have another surgery. I don't know if it was an infection, I don't know if it was a cleanup, I don't know what had to happen, but he went back to Dr. Andrews in Pensacola. So now he's had two surgeries on one knee injury in one year. I just need to see him on the field. I need to see him running at full speed. I need to see him cutting at full speed. I need to see him in contact drills. To me, that's all I'm saying. You can't count on that dude on the Redskins' 2020 offensive game plan until you see it on the field. Very reasonable. Nothing to add. I, I mean, I think it's, it's a very similar situation to Darius Geis now, who's had two knee surgeries. You got to see Three? him out there. Three. You got to see him out there. You got to see him play before you can trust him. And that's why re-signing Adrian Peterson or picking up the option was the most obvious thing in the, the world. Easiest call ever. Sla- complete sl- slam dunk. Easiest call ever. You know that um, AP made $10 million less than Le'Veon Bell last year? He outproduced him. And hit the YPC, Peterson was 4.3 per carry. And Le'Veon Bell, I think, was 3.2. Mm-hmm. So... Like you talked about easy. Not only do you have Peterson, you also have Peterson at a bargain. So that that's an easy one. Um, all right, we're, we're here at Orsman. We're here with Lee Brooks, Orsman Automotive of Virginia, Orsman Ford, Lincoln, Alexandria. Lee, tell us where the store is. You got your burgundy and gold on. Are you a Skins fan? I take it. I am. You're a local Absolutely. kid. I am. Grew up in Maryland. Live in Virginia. So you, you graduated. Watkins Mill High School. Oh, oh the Moco guy. guy. No, I let's love try to it. guess what Watkins Mill is. Panthers? No, it's the they're orange and blue. They're, no, they're no, they're red, don't say, red don't say orange and blue. Oh, it's orange and blue. Oh. I have a guess. Guess. Wolverines. Eagles. I know that he knows what it is. We're Wolverines. Guessing. Wolverines. Ah, Got it. Oh, Bang. Peter. Bang. The JV basketball team I was on was nasty. Like, yeah. nasty JV basketball <laughs> team. Arnold Dockett went to we, Watkins Mill, right? No, he went to Springbrook or Paint Branch. Yeah. Oh, Paint Branch for sure. Yeah, that's right. Watkins Mill beat us. At, at your place. There's some the tension between you yeah. guys. I yeah, can you tell. feel it. It's, it's not just me and Mitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everywhere. 
He's so, an attention sandwich. Lee, anything you <laughs> want to promote before we get into the questions, dude? Sure. Um, I mean, or Oarsman Ford Lincoln, uh, we've been here since 81, uh, uh, operating as Oarsman. So we're on Route 1 just south of the Beltway. Uh, we have new Fords, new Lincolns, uh, 100, over 100 used cars. Uh, we give you a lifetime engine guarantee when you buy the vehicle from us. Service so five here. guys across the street? Five guys across the street. Yeah, good location. Uh, great people that work here really uh, want to... Uh, Make sure we find everyone. Brian just right looked over his shoulder right like, oh, well, right five guys. Might <laughs> <laughs> get, get a shake. Confirm. Lee, will you let Pete drive a Navigator? There's a lot of Navigator. Can I make a copy of your license first? Yeah, I okay. got it right here. It's real. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah, Can we drive real. that one? Sure, right off the showroom floor. Can we all drive a Navigator? We can all fit in there, I think. <laughs> That'd be fun. I want, no, I want to drive it, not ride in it. I'm fine with just being drive. a part of it. I don't necessarily right. need to drive we'll it. We'll figure that out. <laughs> all right, so we asked, what's the word, solicited? We solicited questions. Requested. We queried. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely not recanting. <laughs> um, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. All right, one. Lee, hit us with some questions from the Instagram post, and then we're going to do live questions with our audience here. Sure. If Pete can control himself. <laughs> Pete is taking notes on a damn receipt. receipt. It's yeah. the Papa John's receipt. Yeah. Like, it's, you it's don't have any I, paper? No, I left my notebook at my desk. So I'm... This is how I keep track of what to put in our witty summaries that everybody enjoys. How good did that feel, Pete, to be able to say at your desk? It's great. All right, Lee, go, nice. dude. All right. First one I have, actually, uh, if I can put it in first, um, my wife, number one uh, Redskins fan. Sweet. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I have to put What's that one in first, Kai? otherwise I get in trouble. Allison. Nice. All right, Allison. She wants to know about Ryan Kerrigan. Do you keep him? Do you let him go and free up space? Or uh, what do we do? He's been a consistent player for us, but uh, she wants to know. Well, she even has his jersey. so That's really good timing because JP just wrote a long story on NBCSportsWashington.com laying <laughs> out the options. And you arrived to the most likely one was extension. Why? Kerrigan is really well liked in the building. Obviously, fans like him. The number one Redskins fan likes him. It's a lot of money. It's not guaranteed. They could save a bunch on the cap. He's in the last year of his deal. Ryan's been pretty open and honest about being willing to work in extension and restructure. So I think they can lower the 2020 cap hit and maybe give him – uh, two years on top of this, so they have him till he, he turns 32, I believe. Um, have him probably be a dummy year in the third year, and you just you're kind of kicking the can down the road. Kerrigan's one sack away from the, the all-time franchise sack record that Dexter Manley holds. Ironically, the, is 91. The team doesn't want to release him, and he wants to make it work. I always say this: when it, when a team goes to a player to restructure. The team has to be willing to cut that player because what you're really asking is just the player to take a pay cut. Like, that's the reality. You get, restructure is just a very polite – like, you know how Ron Rivera, when he publicly answered why he cut Josh Norman, he said, oh, we just want to get younger at the position. No, you don't. Yeah. Like, you cut him because he's making too much money and he's not productive. That's nice of you to say, though, Ron. Thank you. Restructure is, the, is a term like that. Like, you're, t you're telling someone, hey, we want to keep you, but we want to pay you half of what you're worth or half of what you're contracted for. Making, yeah. The other options are to release him, which I don't see happening. A trade I don't see happening because I don't know what Kerrigan's trade value is at right. this point. They're getting calls for him at the deadline, perhaps, supposedly, and that was before a couple injuries set in and he didn't really finish the season strong. So whatever little market he had, it's probably he's even coming diminished off, more. I mean, let's be real about where it is. He's, he turns 32 during training camp, and he's coming off the worst season of his career and the only season where he's ever dealt with injuries. And two separate – I mean, one was what? A concussion, concussion and, and then, then a, the, the like leg. Achilles thing? It looked like an Achilles, but luckily it yeah. wasn't. It was just a bad ankle injury. Um, at the end of the day, he wants to be here. The team wants him here. That's, that's, those are the ingredients. Assuming you can bridge that gap, right. which I think they'll be able to, I think he stays. Those right. are the ingredients. And stay. some people might be worried, oh, he's going to eat into snaps of chasing and Montez Sweat. Those two guys aren't going to play every down, and it sure as hell beats having Kerrigan as you know, the third guy as opposed to a guy like Pernell McPhee or something. And, and here's the thing I wrote in the story. I think there's a better than 50-50 chance that Kerrigan actually thrives oh, next year in a system where the pass rushers aggressive. are encouraged to rush the pass Better rush. system and fewer snaps so he's fresher. It right. seems like a very good recipe for a guy who's You also got to remember last year time. that Montez was, had never really dropped into coverage before. So when there was a call for a linebacker to drop, Ryan was the one that more Sweat was covering later on in the yeah, year. Yeah, later on in the year when he got more comfortable. But he, got, he spent yeah. a lot of time. But remember this too. In the last four years – Kerrigan has over 40 sacks. Like, his averages are, are double-digit per year. Now, that's weighted, right? Because the, the three years from 2016 to 2018, he had 37 in three years. So 
the numbers are, are stacked towards him. But if you can get, if you can chop that number in half, and it's six for this year, and then so it's a three, it's a two-year extension with another six mil guaranteed, and they can lie about whatever the other numbers are. <laughs> so we get six this year. They move the other six to next year. And of course, the, the total will look like thirty-three million dollars or something. But the third year is all dummy money. Like the third year's th- fake. It's like all the fake. last year of this trend deal. Right. It's all fake. 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 Um, <laughs> I think that lets all parties ride off into the sunset. Perfect. Then you've got Kerrigan at thirty-four. If he's still producing at that point, then you work out another deal. But if not, it allows him to retire. He's got a young daughter. In two years, he might have more kids. Who knows? Bada bing, bada boom. Do it. Everybody's happy. Allison's happy. We're all happy. I yep. think I'm actually, show of hands, do you guys want Kerrigan to stay? Oh, oh we got some waffling. That is, that is, <laughs> that was, we got Sam like, waffling, there was no Clark like waffling. firm hand up. I think Brian did a fairly firm, if the deal's right. If the deal's right. Lee, where you at? I want him to stay. Okay. Yeah. Lee is the most firm. There's no Waffle House out here. <laughs> I, what are you saying about Dunbar? If Dunbar wants to leave and Rivera doesn't want him there, Rivera wants people committed to the team, right? Well, and Kerrigan that's the other committed part. To the team. Ryan's going to be the most committed. Like he'll be ever, he'll be at every event, he'll be at every workout. He'll, I mean, he busts his butt. He's like, a leader by example. Yeah, on all the those fields. All right, that was a good one. That's all a good right. start. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu slash podcast. All right, next one from the page. Uh, Saad Awan asks, um, wants to know if Rivera will embrace analytics more. Yeah, we got this from an email, so I posted on the page. Saad realizes how little the analytics approach seemed to permeate through the Redskins in recent years. Will it change at all? I think it's also important, like, they outside of the Ravens, there. like, analytics hadn't exactly permeated the NFL either. I mean, the, like, John Harbaugh has pushed way forward with that by having the guy to tell him when to go for it on fourth down all that stuff yeah. all that stuff Andy Reid plays the analytics game even though he doesn't necessarily embrace I think Doug Peterson numbers. does it a lot too sure. those guys who are aggressive on that, fourth down are the guys that well and they call him Riverboat Ron like he he's aggressive on fourth down but I, I think it's going to be more gut than it is going to be yeah I don't think it's analytically driven I don't know that I don't think it can get any less analytical than it was I sure think it can't it, right, it so get less. almost inherently yeah. it'll be bring out their advocates to talk like, about third down and fourth down stuff. You know, like use the sundial. That's I, what mean, they I did. mean, I think the University of Maryland was a better college by the time Pete graduated than when I graduated. Yeah. But is Pete that much? You know what I mean? Like that. I think that's your increase <laughs> in analytical. <laughs> like we're the same dude. He's just younger than me. <laughs> All right, All right. Does that make any sense? It kind of does. Pete's yeah. way better at math than you are. Well, True. I'm better at other things. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to figure out what those are. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wearing golf shirts of events that are 20 years in the future. 16, math guy. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> JP's wearing He's a Ryder Cup 2036 pullover. It's sick, but I still can't. Still don't know how Shelby I feel about will be 20 years old. <laughs> repping something oh from 2036. That's scary. She's going to try to like, sneak beers. <laughs> what do you mean try? She's, she's your daughter. Mean, by 20 years old, in 20, yeah, it's in 16 be, years, you've got to scan your forehead or something. Just, they'll be like mist beer, and you just shoot it into your mouth or something. It's vaporized because it's the future. All right. Lee, All right. you're up. <laughs> We're Next really one. Somewhere here. <laughs> the crowd is just rolling their eyes and laughing at Pete. Yeah, this is, it sucks. I think it with the crowd is awesome. It kind of sucks, though, because I can see how flatly all my jokes land. It's like, <laughs> uh. you're just used to us deadpanning yeah. you, but now you got a whole crowd of people that are yeah. deadpanning you Even my you guy Bakes is kind of just like, I don't know. That all was right. a bad one, dude. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Got yep. it. That wasn't great. Swing and a miss. <laughs> all right. Like well, Jaron Christian. From, 
Shut up, <laughs> Lee, please. All right. Lucky Charms wants to know, do you think the Redskins will cut Monte Nicholson? Ooh. They should. I'll start. Yeah, they should. They I, should have already. It he shouldn't be a like part he, of this team going forward. Both, he's just not worth. Is that a handwritten question, Lee? Yeah. Tell him he can just say it into the yeah. mic. Well, I want Mitch to finish. Didn't want to interrupt. I, he's just not worth the headache that he's become. I don't think he's a good enough. Uh, he's not a good enough player to overcome all the off the field stuff. And quite frankly, whenever the situation happened last year, the fact that he came back and. Was that practice the next day? He had missed the previous three games, and he came back and played that game. Preposterous. Like, beyond preposterous. In a, in a world of terrible decisions from the corner offices at Ashburn, that one is dumbfounding. And quite frankly, because there was so much other stuff swirling around yeah, the team, lo- it I didn't mean, get the, the, the notice either regionally or nationally that maybe it should have. And that's a good thing for the team because they would have gotten carried for that decision. Sure, yeah, good been. use of carry. Yeah, he's undisciplined. He's good for a 15-yarder every other week. He's injured. He does stuff off the field. I don't, he just doesn't seem to line up with what Ron wants at all. There's a lot of good, really high safety available, like really, really expensive guys available. There's some guys like Trey Boston who you can get for maybe a little cheaper. There's a lot of options. Get Monte out of here. It was either week 16 or 17. Not to mention. That said, I don't know if Troy Apke or DeShazer Everett should fill in. I think they need the to add. The year of his rookie deal, that number jumps up. It, it, it I'm pulling it up. It, While you're pulling up, week 16 or 17 last year, there was a ball over the middle that was way overthrown to the yeah. wide receiver. He's running stride for stride with the receiver and just drops his shoulder into him, takes a 15-yard penalty that was beyond Just because he was late. bored. And it was, it was just the perfect embodiment of what we've come to find from Monte. He's not that good. Yeah. The juice is not worth the squeeze. And, and I don't know that fans all recognize this. Everybody's familiar with, like, first-round pick contract structure. But guys that don't go in the first round – if they complete their full four-year rookie deal, the fourth year on those deals nearly quadruples. And whatever, so second rounders making 800k a year in his fourth year, that goes to 3.5 or something. So Monte last year made about 800 grand. This year he makes 2.3. So that gives you, if you need a reason to move on. That could be your additional reason. I mentioned that a bunch on the radio with Dukes, and I kind of explained that. It's just another thing to consider when you're looking at this formula. $2 million in cap savings on a $200 million cap ain't the end of the world. That's 1%, I think. Mm -hmm. But it's just when you're looking at a big picture of things, that's a part of it too. All right. Lee, let's do uh, two more, and then we'll do the ones here. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have some draft questions or a question about the new stadium. You're driving, bro. Whatever you want. Oh, they Ooh, like the stadium. Oh, stadium. stadium. All right, we'll skip the crowd is then. clamoring. Right. Oh, you've got a stadium one. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. We, all right, you ask that in person. Okay. So all right, so now, B. Lee. Davis 309 wants to know, later round positional player targets in the draft. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> it's too early for that. <laughs> everybody. Everybody and everywhere. Every position, every, every player position. across the United States best of America. Player and some outside of the round, country, too. Third day, you, you're basically going best player available. I, it's like a, the guy it's with a, an elite trait. It's a trait. good question. But the team won't even have their draft board set until early April. So, I don't know. I, I, how about, I, I don't know, and I'm not sure anybody has the answer about, to that question. You know, how about, Every player from the University of Maryland. That's what they should do. <laughs> I'll, I'll read Luke. Give name. Luke Erfman. Read that one. That's a good one. And we can each do one of these. This so, is a fun that the, one. Right. The Luke's dude that was in the Air Force? Yeah, that's our Air Force. Yeah, Luke's the best. Yeah. Uh, so absolutely. we need to do this He's one. All right. This, this is a good one. All right. In the theme of being at a car dealership. Orisman, Lincoln, Ford, Alexandria. Orisman, Ford, Ford Lincoln, Lincoln, Alexandria. It's the second time I bought it. God Why don't you let the guy that owns it, runs the place. Let him talk about it. Got it. Of the soon-to-be free agents, pick one to test drive or keep around for the offseason to possibly make the team for a year, one to lease, sign for a two- to three-year contract, and one to buy for three years or more. You want me to read that again? All right. So of the free agents. Short-term, mid-term, long-term, basically. Yeah, short-term, mid-term, long-term. Of the like of the skins current to be free agents or of guys on the market? No, guys on the market. On the market. Like somebody you want to go all out for, somebody you want to target in the middle, and just some guy – at the bottom, you're fine to have a year for. Hooper? Mm-hmm. Is your long-term guy? Yeah. You, I mean, he's young, he's big, he's strong, his positioning needs, all of the things. Um, you just said Trey Boston. Nice. Um, with what? As your mid, mid your lease. couple years. Your couple year lease. Replace, your, replace Monte with him. But here's the thing with Trey is that he's, it's weird. he's like he's Zach Brown. by a lot of teams. He's like Zach yeah. Brown and DJ. They have like the – 
PF, the pro football reference, you look at their right. box scores, you're like, this guy has a lot of interceptions, pass defense, and he just keeps bouncing around, keeps signing deals later than he should. That's why you, it's a two-year lease, but right. you could probably get out of it after one year. Yeah. That's what he's been getting. Yeah. And uh, I don't know that this will happen, but I think they should kick the tires on Sean Lee. They need a linebacker. They could use a leader. Ron Rivera is a linebacker, is a leader. I mean, that dude, when he's healthy, can make a ton of plays. I don't know what his market is like with his injury history, but I truly believe they're going to bring in a veteran linebacker to kind of – I don't know. that. I think they like Cole Holcomb, but he's small. Um, I think they're going to bring in a, a veteran linebacker. So Sean Lee might be my one-year – Maybe you give him a little more money to just play on a one-year deal. Maybe you guarantee a little bit more than you'd expect. But uh, and I, I think Dan loves sticking it to Jerry a little bit yeah, too. Yeah. So <laughs> there's my buy lease rent. That was fun. I'm with you. I, I'll go Hooper for my buy, long-term buy. My lease, I'm going James Bradbury. I want him in the. I don't. I'm not Ooh. saying it's necessarily going to happen, but I want him in that that two to four-year period. I don't want to sign him for. Uh, longer, any longer than that. I mean, none of these deals are going to be more than four. Yeah, so two to three year deal. Hooper, I would do four to five. You're not getting Bradbury on that. I, probably not. And my short-term dude is going to be Eric Flowers. I obviously was the conductor of that train. Eric Flowers, sure does. I was the conductor of that train. It's good. But I think it's in the. I think the the Redskins fans' uh, thoughts on him may have may have left the station a little bit. He was good last year. I don't know that I'm ready to sign him to a long-term deal necessarily. But if you can get him on a two-year deal for you know 12 to 14 million or something like that i think you can see if he's going to continue progressing to be that top tier guard but he obviously was better than we expected last year but he's certainly by no means uh top of the mark top of the market type of guy all right good answers there good answers there uh i've been do, thinking about this one i'm gonna do my midterm is gonna be bashad breland i know it not just because he's a former redskin but i think you can get him at that secondary level of a corner Ron obviously liked him because the Panthers were going to sign him before Breland hurt his foot. So I think he can fill one of those corner spots. Norman's gone. All the previous people that Breland may have had a problem with are gone. So I think you can start fresh there. Uh, my expensive choice, I'll do – this is probably a huge reach, but Justin Simmons, the safety from the Broncos, he's going to be the best one out there. But it's probably hard to justify spending so much money on two safeties. So it might be more realistic to get a Boston, but this is the uh, – fantasy edition of it so i'm choosing justin simmons and then as a one term one year guy also probably not going to happen but emmanuel sanders as a reliable veteran receiver on the other side of mclaurin he probably won't want to come here because they're not a contender he just finished playing with the 49ers but a guy like emmanuel sanders who you can just have play across terry and take some attention i don't off think he gets I, I think he gets a multi-year deal though 33 yeah be- but dude you know what i always, one thing i've always liked about manny sanders Look at the teams that want him. Like, when he signed with the – so he was with the Steelers. Then the Patriots really wanted him. He signed with the Broncos when they had Peyton. Like, winning teams target that dude. Yeah. Like, the Niners traded for him when they were already really good. Like, that dude has a winning pedigree. Clearly he has the attitude, locker room persona, whatever it is that those teams identify and want. So – Yeah, I like that. That's actually a good thing to look for for other guys as well. That was All a good right. question, Luke. All right. Uh, Very detailed. Right. In-person ones? Let, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's open it up here. Um, Sammy, you want to go? Come on up. Sure. Tell everybody who you are and where you're from. Uh, Sam Kleintop and uh, Burke, Virginia. Lived here my whole life. So Cool. Uh, you guys have talked a bunch uh, in one of the previous episodes about um, stadium talks. Yep. If you guys got $100, you're sitting down to the roulette table where you're putting your chips. Virginia, Maryland. DC, you can split it. I like that he's doing the chips bit. Yeah, I, yeah. long time listener. RT. If I have $100 in chips at a roulette table, I'm definitely not betting on Redskins Stadium choices, by the way. Definitely oh. just putting, putting it, it on. all in black? Yeah, just <laughs> closing my <laughs> eyes hoping. and hoping it ends up right. All right, uh, go ahead, Mitch. I'm going um, 40 bucks in Virginia. I think I'm not near a mall, though, or maybe on top of a mall. God, I forgot about Over, over <laughs> top of the mall. Excuse me. I'm doing uh, 35 chips on Maryland. And then that's uh, uh, not enough. I'm doing 45 <laughs> chips in Virginia. I'm not. Thirty-five dollars in Maryland, and and the rest of the 20, hoping and praying that somehow they can get it done in DC. Which, if I if, if we were picking where we wanted it to go, all of my chip slash dollars would be in DC at RFK. All right, I'm doing six. Very political answer for Mitch. Sixty-five. You go like 40, 40, 30. 
I'm doing 60. Did you say 45, yeah, 30? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> just making sure. I'm doing 65 on just Maryland because FedEx and redoing FedEx seems like the most obvious one still, the easiest. 25 on Virginia and 10 on RFK slash DC. I just think put it there just in case it happens, but I'm not believing it. I think Maryland is still the most obvious by far. Here's the, the problem, and we don't do politics, but there are two bag congressmen, Congress people. People. holding this thing up. One of them lives in Arizona. One of them lives in Minnesota. I'd love to know on what planet did <laughs> the founding fathers come up with a system where some dude in Arizona can dictate what happens to four million people on the other side of the effing country that all want the stadium yeah. in one effing location. Yeah. God, that makes me so angry. Congressmen. <laughs> Congress people. People. Please. Yeah. I thought we didn't do politics. We don't. We sure don't. Because <laughs> this sorts of stuff drives me bananas. We're, we're wading into some waters here. <laughs> Where is the stadium going to go? Yes. Um, Get your chips out. Virginia doesn't want it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I actually, I, I've made a note that I'd have to blog this story. The Post had a story yeah. in, like, the metro section. Like, a Post local reporter actually called these municipalities in Virginia. We're sitting here, right? We're in the we're in the Commonwealth of Virginia. It it definitely isn't going in Arlington, right? Everybody shake their head. It's not going in Arlington. <laughs> it's not going in Alexandria, right? It's not happening. Yeah, they already have the dealership here. That leaves Fairfax. It's not going. Fairfax County official, whatever the the Grand Poobah, whoever commented on the record for Fairfax said, no, we don't want it. Loudoun County is what we've always heard. Loudoun County is. Uh, I'm googling this. Hold hold this. No, you're right. This is this. Uh, Loudoun County apparently didn't want it either. But I want to get the quote right. I just want Tyson's to be raised and put the damn stadium there. Enough with that. <laughs> well, you keep searching for your article then. I, I found it. Um, <laughs> your subscriber too. Good job. I finally paid. I'd sent Les and Kareem a screenshot. Love him. Um, all right, so Steins just gives out all the news for free anyway. Yeah, he just takes the juicy quotes and quote tweets them. It's great. Loudoun Board of Supervisors Chair. Phyllis Randall said her government doesn't know where it would put a new Redskins stadium. We are very, very happy that they have their training facility and headquarters here, and we hope that does not go away. As far as a stadium here, we are not in discussion with them about that at all. If we were chasing that and we had land available, we would be making overtures to them. We don't even know where we would place that. Uh, You ain't going to Loudon. No disrespect to Phyllis Randall. Does Dan Snyder care what Phyllis Randall thinks? I don't know how any of this works. But you Some dude cares? in Arizona is the reason they can't play in RFK. Yeah. You don't think Phyllis Randall sitting in Loudoun County matters? I just don't know if Dan would be negotiating with Phyllis Randall. This is also, I agree, on, dude. This is also if they're trying to get public land for it. If Dan goes and he buy, said he, he said he would pay. Right. Well, so, hold on. Look, can I read what Fairfax so said? Dan can go buy land that some <laughs> private dude that Lee Brooks owns in Alexandria and put the damn stadium in Alexandria regardless of whether they want it or not. No, you can't because you you can't because that's what happened at Landover and there was no money to put the infrastructure needed in for a stadium. That's why it's been such a quagmire out there. It's been a damn mess. Because you need quagmire. You you need you even if it's a privately funded stadium, you need public support to make it work. That's why you put it at Tyson's where the structure is. Christ. Listen to what this dude from Fairfax said to tell the me, Washington Post. Tell me what it says. This is official on the record, right? Taylor Holland, chief of staff to Fairfax Board of Supervisors Chair Jeff McKay. I can't imagine there'd be any appetite on our board to support this. So where does that leave you in Virginia? Prince William County. You know, the worst, we can argue about whose traffic is worse and all these things. The absolute butt worst road in the D.C. region is 95 south of the Beltway until you get to Fredericksburg. Does anyone disagree? And, dude, 66 sucks, 270 sucks, the Beltway they sucks. They all suck. Everything sucks. But 95 going south is the worst, worst. by a mile. I, you going to put a stadium down there? I have no idea where that is. but I Of can, course not. <laughs> it's on your drive to Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's fine. No chance. We talk about Loudon being too far. You're talking 35 miles outside of the Beltway. So you're not putting outside all of the city. Chip, all hundred chips in Maryland. Put them on Maryland. I'm not going hundred, but I'll, I'd be making a strong play because I don't think Oxen Hill. I don't think the MGM site's out of the running yet, and no, nobody wants to build this stadium. They already have one. Like, just read the writing on the wall here. 
if, if Arizona and Minnesota decide what happens at RFK and Loudon doesn't want them and Fairfax is publicly mocking it and Prince William County is your only option, you're staying in but Maryland. I thought, I thought like a week ago you were saying all three of them are now competing again. The Redskins have leverage. They're competing for sports betting. Okay. Not quite the stadium. Prince William County is not a realistic option. And God bless the good people in Prince William County. My cousin's moving there in August from Scotland. It's going to be great. Oh, nice. All that said. Is this the cousin in Vegas last, uh, for the cup run? No. No? That's Billy. He lives here. Oh, okay. Glad um, <laughs> you guys got that straightened out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's easy for these constables to be saying that they don't want <laughs> What words are these? What does that mean? What? We lost Mitch there. House Natural Resources Committee Chairman Raul Grojalva from Arizona so bad. and Representative Betty McCollum, the chairwoman of the House of... I'm just going to read this so everybody knows I'm not making this up. Constable's uh, not exactly right, by the way. One reason was opposition. <laughs> I, I'm not going to read it because I don't want to get into these muddy my, waters. My, my point being that it's easy for the, for the counties to say they don't want it now because there's not two billion, a $2 billion structure that's being offered to be built there at this moment. Why is that dude walking backwards? When, I don't know. <laughs> I'm uneasy. Whenever, whenever they find the piece of land that they want to put it on and, and the area that they put it in, and Dan steps forward and says, I'm going to build this billion-dollar masterpiece on my own. Just give me sports betting. Whoever, wherever he wants to put you it is going to acquiesce. You need roads, and you need They're plumbing, gonna acquiesce and you need to it. water mains. They're going to acquiesce We to need it. to move on to another question. Yeah, another question. <laughs> I'm going 75 Maryland. 15 DC. Ah, Virginia's What's left? Your third. 10 Virginia. Yeah. Wow. It's got to go to Loudon. All right, all right. Let's. It, move it's on. the only let's, way it works. Let's move on. Go ahead. Hey guys, uh, Matt Baker from Baltimore, Maryland. Woo! Um, since the combine's coming up, I had a question about what it can be. No, I'm not going. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> position specific or just as a whole, is there an aspect or an event that you think is very overrated? And is there also one that you don't think it's enough conversation when looking at new players? Well, after seeing what DK Metcalf did this year. In the three-cone? F the three-cone drill. I don't care at all about it. Yep. So when it comes out that a guy has a slow. And also, quarterback 40-yard dashes. Also Dwayne got killed for that. Dwayne got killed and was totally mobile and fine. So it's fun to see receivers and running backs do that stuff. But it, it might be all kind of overrated, honestly. I think it is all overrated. Like, the tape is... 80% of what scouts make decisions based on. But if you are interested in that, um, you should check out this stat. And there's, I think um, Roto World used to track it like crazy, but I wonder if the guys that left Roto World to start their own site, anybody know the guys I'm talking about? Uh, mm. Evan Silva and Levitan. Heard think, of Evan I think Silva. Their site yeah, is called like uh, run, some pun on running the football. S P A R Q, Spark is the stat. Oh, just, yeah. Check that out. If you're interested. And Google. like the spider graphs. Yeah, all you that You can stuff. compare. Right. Like arm measurement Establish and all that. Establish the run. Thank you. Like arm length and those kinds of things are interesting for a pass rusher. But in terms of the drills, what they do in college and who they do it against is more important. I think the measurables are the, is the most important thing that you see. And it's boring to watch dudes get measured. But hand size, arm length, height, weight, all those, those are the things that matter. Because you can see what you can see on tape for the most part from the guys. Especially when you're looking at the position. Like... Some of the skill positions, you can tell a little bit more running and catching the ball, but the interior guys, it, it, there's not a whole lot that you can pull from running around in underwear. I like it. Next. Anybody else? Come on. Going down the line here. <laughs> oh, Don't be careful. I like that B. Hall's just taking the mic. <laughs> Lee, the first rule is you never give up the mic, dude. You're learning. I don't know how to sell cars, so. <laughs> right. Brian Hall from Wilmington, North Carolina. Damn right. ILM, baby. That's right. With and only... Rockville High School. Richard Montgomery, a real school. Rockville, Maryland, yeah. excuse me. <laughs> Rockville High School is like the for most forgotten the irrelevant school, school. Yeah. in all of Montgomery County. It didn't exist for like 20 years, too. It just it's kinda... hidden back there on yeah. Baltimore Road. <laughs> I don't even know where it is. <laughs> my bad. I legitimately couldn't get there. Yeah, it's fine. All right, go ahead. I know where RM is. That's, that's where yeah. I first hurt my ankle. Wow. That's where it all started. We tried to get rid of it. You know, <laughs> anyway. With only two quarterbacks on the roster, Haskins they have one quarterback and on Alex the Smith, and we can assume L legitimately, Alex Smith Alex isn't on the roster. Be, He's on a reserved list. Right. Won't be playing next year. And Case and Colt not under contract. 
who do you think is going to back up Haskins? Is it a late-round draft pick? Is it a cheap free agent that they pick up from somewhere? This is one we got a lot it's on a good Instagram question. and the email. People are interested in the new QBX. It's a I good would love question. to see them bring in a cast-off, ex-starting quarterback cast-off type player. What, what constitutes mm-hmm. cast-off? Marcus Mariota. Okay. Okay. Teddy Bridgewater. I think Bridgewater is your guy. I think, I think Teddy B is the guy. He, he and Scott Turner are close from their time in Minnesota. Yeah. Turner worked with him. There's quotes from Peterson about him. You know what I like? I, do you I know think how big of a boon it would be to have a guy like that working with with Dwayne and to also have that ability behind him. Would My Bridgewater want to come here? A, if he is, he going to get a starting job? I mean, he just somewhere. he just what job? Where is he going to start? L.A. Maybe San Diego. Yeah, L.A. Maybe I mean, they have Tyrod they, there. Tampa. Yeah, he do Tampa. I, Indy, yeah. I, like I hear all that, but I think Rivers goes to Indy. I, I, there's just so much that could happen. Like quarterback roulette is going to be wild, right? right. I, I think Brady stays in New England. I, I think it's a little less crazy than we're all expecting. But like Jameis is going to go somewhere. I, even with all the picks, I still I still think Jameis has more upside than Teddy. Um, I think Jameis is higher on the. Uh, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I He's just gonna get a starting job somewhere. I don't know that Teddy. I think Teddy's going to want a starting job. Yeah, I don't. But I, I think when you look at what's available, I don't think veteran quarterbacks are necessarily going to be scared off of coming to Washington if they're told it's an honest competition. I don't know that it's going to be an honest competition. I think Marcus Mariota coming here is is such a win for him because he looks at ex- exactly what Ryan Tannehill did to him. He probably feels like he can potentially do here in D.C. and have the opportunity to to take over and, and prove again that he's that he's a worthwhile quarterback. Yeah, Teddy would be fantastic. I just don't know how realistic. I think Mariota is probably the highest you'll get, but it might even be. I think Mariota is pretty damn high, by the way. Yeah, I would, I, it, but it might be like a Matt Moore or something too, like a, just a straight up backup who may not really compete much. They have so much money invested in quarterback. Mike Glennon. Yeah. Yeah, because of the Alex Smith thing, that there's going to be. We might see Jeff Driscoll might be the guy. Like, what about uh? And somebody said this. They could trade for Kyle Allen, hmm. who started for them in Carolina, played I'd, decent. I'd be okay with it. You know, I, I can't imagine the – because, I mean, the Panthers invested in Will Greer. They now have a, a coaching change, so who knows what right. Rule wants and what the dude from LSU wants. We know what they want. They want Joe Burrow. I don't think they're going to get him. Do we know if Cam is healthy? No. I think they expect him to be cleared by early March. Yeah, and I think he said, like, they have to get rid of me. I'm going to be here until they do. Well, and I think the owner yeah. came out and said there's nothing to talk about with Cam until we know he can play. Yeah. So, they got a lot going on down there. Teddy know. would be great. I just don't expect him. Um, I well, think Mar- I, honestly, I think Mariota would be great. I would. I think he would be. I a, think Mariota's going to get. I think he's more money and do better than can do better than. I mean, the, there's just like AJ I, McCarron. Remember I think when if he I was, was a, like a hot? Yeah. If I was a backup, I'd probably I'd prefer to go to Chicago and try and beat Trubisky sure. than come to Washington and beat Haskins. For sure. I, well, I, that I think, might be a Bridgewater place too. Yeah. So it's too early to know, man. But I definitely think we're going to get an interesting option, and Dwayne's going to have to. I think bring they're going to sign somebody because yeah, I mean they, they keep talking about it. I think they're going to sign. I think they're going to draft somebody too. It's smart. Do it every year. You should. And end of the draft, seventh round squad type guy. Who yeah. You hope get who you hope hits. Nothing wrong with that. Any more? All right. Any questions? Anybody one else? More? Yeah, we got one more. How you doing? I'm Pierce from Sea Pleasant, Maryland. Grew up here my whole life, BC area. Nice. Um, would you sell Pete a Lincoln Navigator? Yes, I would. At a huge discount. Like a See, 90? Like a, it's fine. We'll like, work with you. You, you make a little bit of money. Can you through the, the loan? Because that, be that would be the issue. <laughs> Pete would need a 15-year loan on that. Yeah, I'll take the little one. You have a, a replica that I can right. just for 30 bucks. head version on your desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah one of those four. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I love coming here. My question is, um, what do you think about the Jennifer King move? Uh, I really like that. What do you think? I think it's great. Um, I think there is nothing but cool things to say about it, honestly. I think she's obviously – I'm not a person that likes to throw accolades just because somebody's trying something new. I like people to be qualified for their position, and she's qualified for the position. And because of that, I think it's really, really terrific that Rivera and the Redskins are, are moving forward, giving her that opportunity. And I'm excited to meet her and watch her coach and, and all those things. And one thing that stuck with me um, from reading up and, and talking to some folks about the time she spent in Carolina 
was Rashad Ross, who's playing for the Defenders now, mm-hmm. um, who's a, played for the Redskins a few years ago. And I know Rashad pretty well. And he said, she just helped me stay positive through some really dark times. And, you know, she's going to be working with the running backs this fall. And we talked about Bryce Love earlier. We kind of touched on Darius Geis. Like, you've got young guys that have dealt with serious injuries, and, and these young guys think they have the world on a string, and then, and then it kind of gets pulled out from under them. You need a positive person to be there to support you and, and remind you of what level of elite athlete you are and all those sorts of things. And, and from what I heard Rocket describe, she seems like a perfect person for that job. And, and I think it's just a cool – step forward for the NFL, for the Redskins organization, and I got two daughters. Like, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Like, I, I think that's the way the world is trending, and it's good news. There's not a lot of good news for the world. I, I think that's, that's some. Randy Jordan was the only holdover from last year, the running backs coach, and obviously we know Ron likes to run things. Cats, certain What? Uh, on offense, sorry. Offensive holdover. Um, so I think it's interesting that they're bringing in somebody to work with, with Randy who knows – what Ron wants and can kind of help probably help that situation, help, help Randy get accustomed to the way that Ron likes to run things and, and knows that, that she can help, you know, get the running backs, you know, in the position that, that, that he likes. And we've seen how good running backs have done under in Carolina. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's a freak athlete as he is, but they also put him in a hell of a, gr- hell of a lot of great positions. So I think having her, I think there's nothing bad can be said about bringing in somebody who knows, great running backs and knows exactly what the head coach is going to ask of it. Yeah, I just hope that, because running backs are always the position right next to us on the sideline, or at least they were under Gruden. I hope that's the case with Ron so we can see how she does close up and hear her and Randy, because that could be a pretty fun tandem. Well, and Randy's tandem. fun on the sideline, yeah. too. It's He's... a fun group to watch, and she'll probably enjoy it very, very much. All right. I hope we get to mic her up at training camp. Last call. Randy Any more questions? Okay. We got round two. Yeah, that a boy, Lee. Hey, you're learning, Lee. Um, Journalism 101 right there. Someone that's getting drafted this year not named Chase Young. Is there anyone out there you guys are interested in? At two? Like for the skins? Just in general, later on, any any mid-tier guys you might be interested in? Uh, Randy Moss's kid, the tight end from LSU, I I just loved watching him. Winston. Winston. Oh, Thaddeus, excuse me. I don't know why I just said Winston. Yeah, Winston. Yeah, Thaddeus um, Moss. I, I enjoyed watching him a lot. I, uh, I These Ohio State receivers can play, man, and they're not like the first batch of guys you talk about. But who's the kid this year? K.J. Hill that kind of killed it at the, yeah. at the uh, Senior Bowl. Um, I'm That's, get, I don't know about uh, necessarily a specific guy, but you mentioned wide receivers. It's such a deep class that I think there are going to be some – some quality guys that are available in that late second, mid third round, day, you know, late day one, day two, or like period of time. And and we'll learn, we'll give you a better answer on that next week. Um, so I want to do this. I want to thank the good people, Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. These uh, these Oarsman afternoons are fun, man. Lee, did you enjoy having us crash your store? It's been a good time. Okay, cool. Thanks Welcome for to crashing. Um, the like pizza's the great. pizza's a, a nice addition um thank you guys all for coming um if you're listening and you want to hang up now you can i have a, a question for the lead that i think pete is really going to like okay so is it about leasing a navigator it's about it's about leasing a car oh okay <laughs> so the three of us and everything's hypothetical because much of this is quasi legal um it's all hypothetical hypothetically is this even happening i don't know right the, <laughs> hypothetically the three of us love sports gambling and High stakes, low stakes, wherever you're at, it's just about getting that little bit of a sweat, watching a game, whatever. I recently leased a vehicle from Oarsman Fairfax Toyota. I got a forerunner. I love it. Leasing a vehicle gives you a little bit of a sweat. I'm just kind of learning this because the mileage is locked in. Like you're only allowed to go X miles a year. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to pay for whatever happens on I top had, of it. I had no idea. Right. So you kind of start watching the Doing math. mileometer yeah. or whatever the hell that thing's called. <laughs> Definitely not mileometer. <laughs> Odometer? Yes. Okay. Also, if you're trying to do math to calculate mileage, well, dude, you're going to be broke. <laughs> well, think about it. When you're you bet the over crash on a, a game. car into like a. I'm not. I'm doing it mid-thing. when I'm stopped. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, when you're watching a game, end of the oh, second you're... quarter, you're like, all right, if they're on this pace, I'm yeah. good. If they, you know what I mean? Could you use a touchdown here the and then we're really on track? Betting, betting the NBA. Well, you do it in football or whatever sport Always you want. Always tracking the over. Yeah. yeah. So that you kind of. You have to, the line. You should lease a car, dude. It's kind of fun. I. Don't know if I can afford it. I don't know if I should. I don't really know what a lease is still. <laughs> how much? How much do you, how do you much remember do you think this? The lease is on my Forerunner. 
5,000 a month? No, I knew I overshot it like 300 a month. <laughs> That's way under. That's way. I you get it to get sell it. for 300 just, a month. I'm just ping ponging. <laughs> you can get way over and way under. under. I don't Somewhere know. Somewhere between five grand and 300 <laughs> a month. I have a question for Lee. Shoot. <laughs> what is APR financing? <laughs> what is it? Yeah, just what is it? <laughs> More commonly known as the interest rate? Yeah. Yep, so it's the daily calculation I need, I need of interest more rate. Of that. Do you not know what an interest rate <laughs> well, is? Well, I get it, but what happens with the interest rate on the car? Like, why is, what, <laughs> how does that work? Just for, like, people Just who don't know who are listening. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of questions on the Instagram about, <laughs> about what an APR finance, so I'm just asking for everybody else, you know? So just give them, give them the spiel, please. All right, let me try to put here. it in layman's terms. So if you borrow $10,000, the uh -huh. next day you're going to have an interest charge of whatever that percentage is on the initial balance, sure, right? Sure, of course, yeah. So if it's 1%, what's 1% of $10,000? That's uh, $10. How much is it? What is it? 100. It's 10. I think it's 10. 100. It's okay. 10 times 100, I don't know. Yeah. So then How much is it? 10 cents. <laughs> I think, right. No. No, oh, wait. It's, it's, 100, it's 100 I'm on the spot bucks. here. I was right. 100 bucks. I was 100 bucks. right. Oh, that's brutal. Okay. <laughs> so the next day, your car is How sweaty 10, did your palms get when he said borrow $10,000? Yeah, ridiculous. Borrow $10,000. Okay. okay. So then. Well, you have a daily interest charge. So the daily charge sure. is going to be on the balance. The next day, you're going to be charged on that, in, uh, that balance with the interest that's already added. So, dude, so the next day, it's going to be. I'm going to try to help A little him. bit more. So the more you, you make so it, then the when lower I, it goes down. You buy a car for 100 bucks, right? Correct. But you take out a five year loan. And you got to pay interest on every month. So, so with your ten thousand, your, your ten thousand dollar car, you end up paying sixteen okay, grand. So it'd for be it. ten thousand that day if you had the cash. But if not, if you have the cash, cash is king, yeah. baby. But if you don't, I, I cash, get it. I get, get it. That, now. You can get that car for eight grand. I get it. Yeah, if you have the cash, be like, I give you seventy five hundred or I walk. Right, Lee? How <laughs> often right. do you get that? All the time. Now, say, if it's like a Quentin Dunbar trade demand, do you tell him just get the f out? Yeah. Are you well? Like, when do you start talking? When do I start talking? The power is listening. Power is listening to the customer. Ooh, that's if I let a, you do more of the talk, sales really guy. Good. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> sir. All right, I get it now. Well, the power yeah. journalism one on one. You let the you let the subject answer. I learned the to hold the mic, and yeah, yeah now you learn about it. The power of this podcast is you guys listening, and we sincerely appreciate it. <laughs> Lee, thank you for letting us come Thanks in here. For that explanation. Everybody that is here, sincerely, thank you. This is fun. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. We'll do another one of these next month. Next month, we got. We start with the combine. We end with the owners' meetings. Free agency, we got yeah. free agency in there, so, so we're gonna have to schedule this thing. It's a busy month. Yeah, it's gonna be very. Maybe we will give you two in April. Um, we'll see. I'm not going anywhere, so I can. You're still gonna be busy. I know. <laughs> you should go to Brazil. Just one more shot, Pete. Oh, we don't need. To have we this. talked about this on the podcast? No, we haven't, and that's why I brought it Pete up. Pete decided to go to Detroit instead of Brazil. No, no, and I'm just going to Ann Arbor. Leave. Not Ann Arbor. True. I'm leaving it there. We got to go. This thing is long. So Thank you very much for listening. Um, we ride with Orsman Automotive of Virginia. If that's not obvious by now, I don't know what is. You guys should be doing the exact same thing. Lee Brooks. Thank you, Orsman Ford Lincoln of Alexandria. Thank you, Papa John's. Thank you, all of you guys for showing up. And my guy Bakes wearing the T-shirt. So thank baller. you, thank you, thank you. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer. Except for the crowd here. We're not allowed to serve beer in a car dealership. Hope you understand. Chris, what do you think of Pete's nickname? I think you might hate this. The Burgundy Burglar. Why did you steal Burgundy? Because he plays for the Redskins. No, he's he's a burglar who wears Burgundy. He's not stealing the color Burgundy. <laughs> it's bad. It's quite bad. Some good alliteration <laughs> in there. Cooley's reaction is so good. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.